0: Awesome, that should be us live. Welcome back to another Besides and on podcast, we're on video now. Yes. So, we've got a guest this week, Marie Fagan, we're going to bring her in a wee while. We've got a co-host we're going to bring in right now. Hello, Rachel, how are you doing? Hello,
1: I'm well, how are you?
0: I'm fantastic. How are you liking this format? This is cool though.
1: This is new, it's a bit fancy.
0: Oh, aye, aye, I'm liking it though, I'm liking it. Cool.
1: I thought I was gone were the days that I was staring at my face on a computer screen but here <laughs> we are.
0: <laughs> and it's just the same face all the time. There's no movement and it's, it's really hard to watch sometimes I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Should have just held up a picture. <laughs> that's,
0: well, that, every, one of the things that I kept hearing from people was that they, to get video stuff done. A lot mm-hmm. of people were kind of like bored with just sort of putting stuff on the background. I, I know some folk like that, maybe put some, mm-hmm. a podcast on the car and stuff but I also prefer the video side of things as well. I just didn't have the internet speed. Uh, but now we do, and we're ready to roll. So this is cool. I'm liking it.
1: Yeah, you travel, did
0: trouble doing, doing like all the way to the bottom of Kennaway?
1: No, no.
0: The, <laughs> the far lands. I'm liking
1: your uh, fancy wallpaper. That's
0: cool. This is, so. a wallpaper that needs to be changed. <laughs> it's it's no. really terrible. Uh, I will get rid of it. I've got some graffiti stuff up there, I think, at some point.
1: It's much more exciting to look at than like, my boring calendar.
0: So <laughs> it's, it's a really, really sexy calendar, Rachel. I'll give you that. It's say uh, it's cool. It's cool. I like it. I so we we'll know right <laughs> that's it. You're a busy person as well, so there's loads of, loads of stuff. My calendar's like pretty much just weekends filled up. That's some of them.
1: Busy enough.
0: That's it. That's it. There you go. Right. So I think what we'll do is bring Marie in. Yes. Uh, Hello, Marie.
1: Hello.
0: Hi. I'm sitting calmly calm on the side there. <laughs> How you doing? How you feeling? How you feeling? Good. Excited. Good. You good. good? I love that you explained you were getting a wee bit stressed out about this. But, uh, your job ensures so much stressful work. <laughs> 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 we don't see that. We just got on it though. That's the thing. I know. I know. That's it. Well, we've got you on to sort of talk about your TikTok channel and stuff like that. The way show. A wee clip. Uh, I don't know if Rachel's seen some stuff for the channel. Uh, you, you've been on it? Oh,
1: aye. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: whole weekend just edit uh, Hope you liked it, oh. Rachel. Oh, aye. I've got <laughs> get
1: enough
0: of it. <laughs> I, I, first, I first started getting into the, there's, there's another channel um, They're like uh, a bunch of American folk that die, like like an LA. They've mm-hmm. got like a, crime scene in, a crime scene cleaning channel, and that's kind of why I got into the idea maybe getting somebody for Scotland that done this. And uh, mm-hmm. this is how we had Marie. And we've had Marie on the podcast before. I thought it would be a good guest to start off with. And it was perfect timing. You basically got in touch the day before I decided uh, we're getting ready to start the podcast again. So that was perfect timing, Marie. How oh, are you? Good. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And perfect person to start off with the first live podcast as well. So awesome.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <Thank you>. Returning <laughs> guest. Returning guest. So, Marie... Uh, Could you explain a wee bit to the listeners, viewers, whatever, we'll put an audio version out of this as well. So I should say before we start, we're live on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter at the same time right now. So wherever you're listening, if you leave a comment, you'll be able to ask questions to hopefully Marie, you could ask questions about my wallpaper, Rachel's (laughs) calendar, like whatever you want to find out. Mainly, hopefully, for Marie's stuff, so... And, uh, of course, this will be available after, afterwards as well. So, Marie, could you explain what made you get into this mad line of work, please?
2: Um, it I was I was really off the TV. I, I, I used to see, like, CSI Miami and stuff, and mm-hmm. everybody in the family would be wondering who was the killer, and I would be wondering who was cleaning the blood, and just thought, oh, there's a market out there. That's, I would really like to do that. Mm-hmm. So... 15 years ago, I went and done the training, and that's
0: been that. It. It's, it's something a lot of us didn't really think about. We sort of just assume that the police are going to take care of that stuff. Yeah. Is there sort of inside police, like a cleaning company, or do they just sort of contact you guys?
2: Right. So there is, there, there, is, um, there will be people that love the Police Scotland contract, but that's like 24 mm-hmm. 7, 7 right. days a week, 24 hours a day. It's huge. Um, however, a lot of people have got a misconception of somebody dies in the house, they've not been discovered. The police automatically, the council automatically deal with it. It's not the case at all. It's it's down to the family, mm-hmm. and that's when a lot of them contact us. And it's a shame because a lot of a lot of them, it's the first time it's ever happened. They don't know where to turn. They don't know what to do. They don't even know that a company like us existed. So. Hence why I like to do this, to let people know that we are available and we are available to help. It's not mm-hmm. just the death scenes and stuff. We do a lot of hoarder work as well. We do a lot of that. We work mm-hmm. a lot with people with mental health and stuff. So there's loads, needle sweeps. Like, um, we do a lot of office blocks where maybe there's been homeless people in their fire exits or whatever. There's right. and they don't know where to turn, so we do, we do a lot of that work as well.
0: So there's no real, like, turn up and clean my cooker sort of things, like using any of that kind of stuff. Not really, no. Yeah. Unless it's a really, really dirty cooker. No.
2: Unless it's really, dirt- well, a lot of the, 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 the jobs we do, the cookers are really, really dirty, so we do That's clean right.
1: them. Mm. So, so you mentioned uh, uh, that you had to go to training for it, and I think there's so much misconceptions around a job like yours, Marie. Tell uh, us what type of training you had to do.
2: So my training was 15 years ago. So it's, although they're still doing the training, there's loads more out there now. I had to go to Bristol. Um, I'm not sure that there's there's some in Scotland yet. I think you still go down south, but there's loads out there now, all different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and training training is good. So you've got your certificate. Uh, if you've not got a clue what you're going to it does give you a lot of insight, but the best training is actually out on the field. You learn yeah. more and more and more each job. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the best experience you can have. However, you do, I would advise you get the training, you know what jags to get to keep yourself, you know the correct products to use to keep yourself safe, mm-hmm. PP, all of that, because you're going into all these body fluids and you've no idea what if the person had something or not. Yeah, right. so you've got to be really careful, and and obviously you've got to dispose of it properly and all that. So you need to get yeah. a contract with, you need to get a yellow bin, you need to get a clinical bin, and get a contract, and they come empty your bin and take it for incineration. What misconception about that as
0: well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I <clears throat> if you're able to sort of start that kind of cleaning business and then do the sort of crime scene cleaning course and stuff, or do you have to have all that done first, have certificates and stuff before you get, uh, you know? Yeah.
2: That you need to have it all set up. You need to have all your equipment, you need to have your bin, otherwise you're, you're cleaning up and you have nowhere to dispose of it. Mm-hmm. So, so before you kind of go live, if you like, you need to be well prepared. Right. A lot of people as well spend tens of thousands of pounds because they think that this is, a, this is going to be amazing because it does sound amazing and it, it, it can be sold is amazing. But it, I've got another aspect to a cleaning company because only, so there's 80% in other cleaning and there's 20% in the biohazard cleaning because it's when in, you're required, it's all phone work. You mm. can't predict when somebody's going to die or drop a needle or, yeah. so you do need, you Maybe people do make a living like, full-time out of it, but not us. We might get one or two jobs a week. We might get 10 jobs a week. We might not get a job for a month. Right, right. right.
1: So it's quite Some sporadic then. Yeah. So
2: January the, February is always busy. Yeah. Is that because of the, the increase in mental health issues and things like that? Yeah, definitely. There's, a, there's always an increase in suicides these January and um Sometimes... October, November, um, and then but you get them all all throughout the year. I don't mean yeah. that but they, they do spike this yeah, time that's a, yeah. And undiscovered. Um, and during COVID there was loads of undiscovered because people thought people were isolating. Yeah. and stuff. Wow. So they hadn't seen people. They just thought, oh, they're isolating when actually they hadn't been. Yeah. God,
1: that's quite that's quite frightening, ain't it? COVID was tough. COVID yeah. was. Really tough. So, what's the recruitment process like? You had I'm... this brilliant idea, but how do you get others roped in? <laughs> 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 well,
2: my daughter, for one, um, she wanted to be a beautician and do nails and stuff, and I was like, oh, you've got to do this. So, she was kind of told she was doing it. Um, <laughs> and then I've, I've got specific staff members that I use all the time. Um, it's not a lot of staff members think they can do it. You say, well, okay, I'll take you out and I'll try you, and then the smell hits them and they're like, No, I can't do it. Yeah. Or or they take to it and they can do it fine. Mm. Could you just describe- four of us? Like- That's quite a small team. Yeah. 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 No, there's I've got like there's thirty of us all in, but there's four of us that could take someone out and, and run, right. run the yeah. job.
0: Could you describe the smell like as like as best you can for people? Because I've never smelled that type of thing. I then. knew
1: you were going to ask that.
0: What, <laughs> it's, it's for all the filthy goths listening, and that's for all the goths. The smell is.
2: Um, I would say if you went into the back of a butcher shop. So I used to work in butchers.
0: I used to work in a butcher. So. Uh,
2: I think I think it's it's, it's like rotten well, meat. It's.
0: Mm. I suppose that's what it is, really. <laughs> and it's,
2: it's really, it's, it's really, it's really surprising because we all, when we die and if we've been lying undiscovered or whatever, we all smell exactly the same. Mm. <laughs> Might not when we're alive, but we do, <laughs> when we've we're, we're passed, mm-hmm. um, so it's always the same kind of smell.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Can I ask, uh, you got contact, so could uh, the BBC Documentary, could you ask, like, did they get in touch with you or like what happened with that? Um Although they
2: all contacted us and I didn't want to do it. I, I remember I get sporadic phone calls once every once or twice a year, and I I really just didn't want to do it because I felt it was really private for people. Uh-huh. And then as we were going on, and I was I was realizing that. There was a load of people out there needed help and weren't getting the help. I thought, right, okay, let's put it out there and let people know we exist. Um, and then that's when I met the two girls um, Erica Starling Productions, and they were brilliant. Mm-hmm. And they followed us for two or three years and then done the documentary. So BBC owns that, so it's, they put it on iPlayer every now and then, but they've took what? it off YouTube and all that. You only actually see the... The advertisement for it. Oh, on the YouTube, and, up there. Aye,
0: videos, uh, I, it. When I found that you had the TV show, I was like, "Oh, but I better watch this" as, as part of like research, obviously. But uh, just couldn't uh, find anything, in it'd be to actually. i get it. a link so, for it somewhere, but don't mm-hmm. again. Well, it's, know, it's, it's no one I play than I tried to see it a bunch of times, but it's just. No. It's uh, it,
2: that's it usually it's usually around about World Cup kind of time, so it wasn't on this year. Um, I, I don't really watch for it. I, I maybe get a text message and say, oh, you're in the paper, you're on the telly the night. I go, oh my God, not again. <laughs> <laughs> and she with all these nano when it's coming on again.
0: Do you find you can get a good like, influx of business like, when that kicks off?
2: There was one particular woman who phoned, her son had died, he was
0: a 21-year-old,
2: um, and she actually phoned me and said, this was months after the programme, and um, she phoned me and explained that her, her son had died, and she'd watched the programme, and she really wanted us to do the job. She didn't want anybody else doing it. Mm-hmm. So it did impact a lot of people, um, and then about five hundred thousand people started to start the business, <laughs> the same kind of business as well.
1: Uh,
2: um, mm-hmm. So uh, there was loads of maybe st- sat at traffic lights, and some people shouting ah, you're right. you know, the last one for telly." <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god. Sometimes you still do that. Right. You still recognise us. I think that was
0: about five years ago it was on. <laughs> my, I was quite lucky because I, I didn't realise you had been on telly when I first contacted you. It was you that, sorry, you that said that. <laughs> so, Aye.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well done, Scoops. Uh, <laughs> right, basically, so you've been doing this for, like how long have you been doing this now? It's
2: about 15 years,
0: I think. And I've been doing a while, it. It's a long it's, time. A long time. You, you want to take a comment? Then I've got an interesting one here. You want to, you want to take this? Yes. Uh-huh. It's from, uh huh. From Angela Gillet, a wee fr- a wee friend of mine. There we go. It's a long one. Can I imagine it's a big responsibility to try to show dignity and respect because at any scene or incident there will be family or friends wanting to go to a scene to where the last resting place was. You never imagined what had been there before. either Marie.
2: Thank you, Angela. So, a lot of the time, the police will advise. So if I get a call from a family member and they say their dad or whoever's passed away the police advises to get a, a, a cleaning team in then I know it's pretty bad so mm. our objective is to make that as as clean as possible and not to have an impact a, the family coming in and seeing that and that's the last vision of the family member I couldn't, I couldn't stand that um, so I don't want that for anybody else so we kind of make it look as if it was, it was all, all good, nothing. You know, we take all the gore mm-hmm. and all that away and mm-hmm. um, so that they can go in and, or, or if there's a bad smell, we make sure that's away. Or mm. A lot of the time we'll meet the family member outside and I can say, right, they open the door and I'll say, right, it'll be five minutes and I can advise if I can close the door over and they can go in and get, some of them really need paperwork quickly and stuff like that. Right. So I can go in and see if I can shut the door over and let them into the rest of the house or I can come out and say, back an hour
0: or two and we will let you in. I've seen on that uh, that American channel that they're like sometimes like uh, how do I say the word sometimes some of the, the seepage I hate to say that word, it's a horrible word for mm-hmm. everybody but uh, gets into like floorboards and stuff so you're having, you're having to like wake up uh, mm-hmm. floorboards and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So uh, you got somebody like on site like a
2: Yeah, we've got a, we've got so I've got um, a plumber Gary who does all their a plumbing muck um, because a lot of there might be blood down paths and things like that um, and we've got joiners on call as well so what they do is we clean it up as best as possible for them they come and cut the contaminated floorboard out we then go back when it's cut out dispose of that and then they, they lay a new floor and um, concrete's really hard if it's not kind of sealed because the blood just keeps seeping in so, try to get that out as near as possible so you get out as much as you can and then you've got to seal it all. Right,
0: right.
1: Yeah. I can imagine it could be like quite harrowing, some of the stuff you come across. And if yeah. you're not used to it, I can imagine it having a huge impact. Because mm-hmm. my partner and his dad run a trades company and they got called out to a flat to kind of redo the flat, and the guy had died in the flat. So he died um, on his couch, and his cat had started eating him. Mm. And, you know, my partner and his dad never saw kinda, any of that side of it, but yeah. they knew about it, and then yeah. they could see where things had happened, Yeah, and uh, they were both really taken aback by yeah. it. I mean, they're both... both yeah. like-
2: Anyway, but we're both
1: but, but actually Especially if you can, that's what, that's what
2: we try. We do. We try. What we try to do is, we try to make the property or the or whatever it is you can't tell where it happened. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can go in there and go, oh, you just got on mate. You don't say, right? No, I, I can't don't. see. It. They go in and say, I can't see anything. So they just focus on moving on instead it, of seeing where it happened and focusing on that. So we try and take that all away. Um, yeah. And and it might sound crazy, but we kind of talk away to them when we're doing it, like move on and that's us clean you up and go and get your new family and rest yeah. in peace and all of that, you know? Like, yeah. um But it's some, you, you get, I don't want to say you get used to it because they're all the same, but they're all different. At the same time, but they all still—you you all still—you t- take them all in. You yeah. don't—they don't ever leave you in any way. Yeah, there's a lot. Like I know I put TikTok uh, videos on, but that's only a fraction of the work that that I feel that I can put on. There's a lot that I would never even imagine to put on that we do yeah. for for uh, respective families and. And, and just that they've been so sad that I wouldn't want anybody looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad enough for us to look at. I don't want other any other people seeing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say uh, let's well, you want to hear Luke it's a, a wee clip. Mm-hmm. We'll want to your TikTok. Uh, there's your TikTok link there. Yeah, throw this up here. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a broad we've seen there, right? So if we can get a wee bit of running commentary from you, Marie. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah
0: and I should be playing there but is that here is that here at the side
2: so so it's some it's, it's a mixture of hair and skin to be honest and and kind of body fat all in the one
0: right um
2: I think the way that it's positioned is maybe the way they've been taking the body out the bath that's why it's come down at the side mm-hmm. got to clear the floor first um because obviously there was there was stuff on the floor see? So we've got to clear all that, lift that vinyl, so that we're not standing in that while we're doing the the bath. So you kind of that's skin on the side of the bath. I think that there is the way the the body's actually been, but the way they've been taking it out, it's kind of smeared it a bit. I don't know. Yeah. That's all maggot carcass. Right. So right. They 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 would have. So they would have been maggots. They went into that wee carcass, and then they, they that's when they turned into the flies. However, right. I think it's been so cold that they've not actually
0: got to the fly stage. I was thinking that was it, was it free flies when you went? I it was no, the flies when you went on.
2: No, no, no. There was some, but not as many as you would think, with the amount of carcass in the bath. But the weather was what it did do with that as well.
0: Oh, sorry about that. It's went off again. Right. <laughs> there you go. Right. Cool, like that's
2: here, yeah. and sorry, I'm not laughing. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I was actually doing that as well. So, that's that's a mixture of maggot, um, skin, hair, what? body fluid, all just done to one.
0: It's a bit rough, it's a bit rough. <laughs> mm. Wow, I
2: just like. like you get a kind of a lot of negative comments like, why are you doing this? Why, you? and it's People, I feel people need to kind of know, or not—they don't that they, they need to know. But there's a lot of people interested out there. A lot of people just think you die, undertakers come and get you, you get married mm-hmm. and that's that. There's, there's a story to every single person, and uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I think yeah. it's important. I think it does a lot of myth busting and opens up we'll the
0: conversation. get back on this
1: around yep. you know around death and the process of death, and I think. Mm-hmm. It's still one of the subjects in in our society that's really taboo. Yeah. Like we're allowed to talk about anything and everything else on the internet yeah. and pubs, uh-huh. but when it's when it's death, it's very yeah. much like hush hush still. And you know, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm quite fortunate that I grew up in a family and that we we talk about everything all yeah. the time. <laughs> like, right. and you know, I'm quite lucky in the sense that you know when we've ever had family members pass away, we were allowed to ask questions. We were allowed to. You know, go and view the body, oh, we want to view the uh, body. and yeah. you know there was none of this. or oh, they've went away somewhere. Uh, it was like, you know, uh, yeah, you know. Uh-huh, and yeah. I think that was really important for us, as, mm-hmm. as you know, because I've got three brothers, and I think it was really important for us as kids growing up that we knew there was a final kind of moment, mm-hmm. and that we now take that you know really seriously, and that it's about respect and it's about you yeah. know showing love till that very end point and then post yeah. that point. Uh
2: huh. Yeah, I've never say goodbye as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my my kids are, are very aware of what I do. All of my kids and my twelve year old, he's 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 quite interested in it all. Um, he'll he look at some stuff. I don't, other stuff. I don't let him look at. Um, but they're more like they ask how 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 was I how how did we go on? And I'll, oh that's a shame, mum, for the person mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. No. and and we can uh, we can go out driving drive in the car and the kids can point out to me kind of houses where they think there's a holder lives in it now because I'll go oh, I wonder if I should put a wee I if... there's, there's houses that I'll drive past a lot and I'll see a lot and I and I just think oh god I could help you and then I, I'll say to the kids I wonder if I should put a wee car through the door where we know if we he can help you mm-hmm. <laughs> i just you just can't I just don't yeah. but, Um. But, but they'll say, not in a disrespectful way, it's, um, the kids will say, oh, mum, look, that's a great mm-hmm. house. Yeah, you Yeah. Know, but not being disrespectful, just knowing that we can help.
1: Yeah, yeah just being observant and being, yep. and being willing to offer kindness. I think that's it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I've got a question, though, after some of the videos I watched on your TikTok. You. I've got quite a strong stomach. So, like... Yep. I'm I'm all about you know like the pimple popping and all like nothing like even the stuff in your videos. See, there was nothing that made me go, oh. (laughs) Is there anything that gives you the ick? Is there anything that you're like, I'm gonna get so and so to do that? Yeah. So the market carcass,
2: if you stand on them in the crack, I can't. Oh, that just gives me the. (laughs) So, um, So. I can do a fridge, like if there's has been a fridge, and mm. you open, mm-hmm. oh my god, I can do that. One of my colleagues can. Um, I can clean feces, but I hate sick.
1: Right. So, mm.
2: um, but the mask, we wear that you don't smell anything with the masks, but you still know what you're doing. So yeah, uh, yeah. Sometimes I'm 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 in mid scene, and I'm I'm actually thinking to myself. I must have been sent for it to do this because I don't know how I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I was picked to do this because sometimes as it's like, oh my god, you know, mm-hmm. scraping of people off the floor and stuff and a bath. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so have I asked myself that question a few times? But I can't answer that. I just do it.
1: Mm. Is there anything what? you've refused? Sorry, Stephen, I'm getting totally. What? Is there anything that you've refused
2: or like you no, find that's too far for? I don't think I would refuse any job um, just for the sheer fact that I know I'm compassionate with it. I know that I'm, you know, I do it right, and I I, I don't know if I would want it. I just would. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't refuse any. That's I
1: mean, brilliant.
2: Refusing any, not, but i have definitely not. That's brilliant. Yeah, I've I've done. And um, my first one recently, and I knew it was always going to happen, um, that it was somebody that I knew. Right. And uh, Um And after I said I would do that, I was like, oh, no. And I was like, but well, you just need to do it. Like, I wouldn't want anybody else doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. And again, I was just talking away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just done it. And then I was actually saying, it's funny how we all smell the same, we're dead, eh? <laughs> Wait, uh, so that was very recent. So and yeah. I for 15 years I hadn't done that. But I knew yeah. I just knew that one day it would come up. Yeah. not done any children, thankfully. Um, but again, if that happened, then I would probably do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you are like you are so sort of well trained at this point and like you could probably get through most things anyway, I would assume, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Even if you've done like you've since you've done somebody you know are you done like family members and stuff like that, or you're not allowed to do that? No, or?
2: no, no. As not family members? Um no, I don't think there's any any law out there that says you can't do family members. Right. Um no, I don't I don't think there's any any kind of rules out there, but I'm mm-hmm. um, just assuming people
0: wouldn't want to sort of thing, family members and stuff. I just assumed that It would be like,
2: uh, I think I would want. I think if it was a family member, I would do it because I I know I could cope with it, and I wouldn't want yeah. other family members not being able to cope with it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a couple of comments. Excuse me on the on the TikToks where one girl talks about. Um, I'm, I'm sure. Don't quote me. it's a family member. Had tong themselves and then um, they had to clean it up. Mm. And when I, I was reading the comments, I thought that's so sad. That's that's horrible. That
1: you mm. know. See, I think I would want to do it if it was my family members. Like I feel like i like I like whenever it's there has been death in my family, I've always kind of been the first one on the People, scene to help. Uh, you know, yeah. and organize stuff and deal with stuff and. You know, even when the undertakers arrived and stuff, I was the one. Yeah. You know, like this is this uh, and blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. So I think there's something for me in my head where I go, I want to be the person who helps look after them, even in that moment.
0: Uh, but then
1: in reality, I might get there and go, No for me. Uh, <laughs> you know, no. I can uh, So, I, I, but yeah, I, I get that emotional pull uh, to want to be there. I, and do I get
2: it. that, I understand yeah. that,
1: but I
2: wouldn't. I wouldn't, cause it's. Mm. I don't know. You just, you just wouldn't want to. Block that. You know, like that memory, that person looking like that mm. when you're yeah. so used to the way they look. Yeah. When they're alive, even though, even if it's died normally and hadn't um, started to decompose or anything, mm-hmm. it would never leave you.
0: Um, no. Unfortunately, the opposite you used to guys. I would have to book some day. Uh, <laughs> I have maybe the weakest stomach ever. I have a story of uh, my mum. One day, she came through with a piece of chicken breast, and I think I told you this the last time, Marie. <laughs> she came through a piece of chicken breast. She was sniffing it, and she was. She goes, uh, "Is this off?" And she put it in front of me, and I went, "Just immediately." <laughs> and any time of th- even thinking of the story, just gets my, my Oh, <laughs> you want to feel sick. <laughs> the thought of oh. story makes me feel sick. So, aye, <laughs> it's right. just unfortunate. Oh, yeah. It's not happening for me.
2: See, it's funny for me as well because see, I could never work in an old folks over or anything because
0: mm-hmm.
2: I can anybody that's alive. Like, there's no way I could change their hearts <laughs> or anything like that. I, I just. Oh.
0: I, I I I got asked to do that when I was doing youth work as well because they just assumed that if you're doing youth work, it's kind of like you're looking after just just older people basically. Um, uh, I was like, ah, and I told them the chicken story. The living room, basically. No, I, just,
2: I I can oh just just the thought of cleaning um, somebody an adult nappy just. Mm-hmm.
1: I've mm. got a pal that works in care and she absolutely loves it. And she's so good at her job. And she's aye. one of those people that you're just like in off because they're so good at what they do. Exactly. Yeah. But bogeys? Aye. She oh. can't she deal with bogeys. Aye. Like she will do everything else for anybody else. But see when she has to wipe somebody's nose? Aye. Nah. She can't do it. Aye. And and I Because so I'm like. Right? <laughs> No, like, I can't no. get my head around that. I'm like, give me bogeys every day of the week.
2: Like, like, <laughs> I, I, I even struggle with oh. if, if somebody's kid somebody's that I don't know is getting happy. I'm like, what's going <laughs> <on>? <laughs> no.
0: Some of that is brutal as well, by the way. Know, my brutal. face
2: that's close to a decomposed body, but body fluids, it's, it's nuts. Oh, right.
1: Okay. Have you ever had any big frights? Because I think a lot of the conception around death scenes is that, you know, um, for those who believe, there's spirits and energy and ghosts and stuff. Yeah. And Scoobs and I talk about ghosts and stuff a lot. No. But, like, I'm a huge believer in that the energy lingers and continues lingering. Oh, no, you me too. And I just wonder if you've had any big frights that you can explain or no explain or never did any frights as such. Um, I do remember
2: going to one on my own. Um, and it wasn't so there's a thing with clocks, not on every job, but it does happen on most of them. So and, and I picked up on it one time, I'd just finished a job, and it was like a pendulum clock. And all of a sudden, I could hear this pendulum going and I was like, I never heard that like I'm and uh, I says to my colleague, did you? And she's like, "Not." And I was like, that's really weird. So we looked at the time and the clock was ticking. And I never thought, any... and then I, I, I pondered on it and I kind of went onto Google and was seeing on Google that in the Victorian times, that's how they would be able to tell the time of death because the, the, the clocks would stop and things like that. So I started watching out for it. And we did start seeing on some jobs, but not others that the clock would be stopped or it would be at a completely, like maybe 10 to 10, and then we'd finish the job and it would be like half past nine or it would be ticking. So uh, I remember we kept watching out for that. And uh, I remember going to a job, we were really, really busy. And I I just, everybody else was out doing other jobs. So I had to go to this job and it was really quite bad. And uh, I just I just got on with it. But I had not even finished, and I could hear a clock starting to tick. And I was like, oh my God. Mm. <laughs> I was like, just leave, go. It must be fun. follow the light, leave and just, just go for the light. And I went to get my fortune told one time. And, I went, and then the guy, I sat down, the guy went, whoa. <laughs> and he was like, I've never seen so many people here. And I was like, and I was saying to it myself, it's my job. It's my job, it's my job. And he was like, there's literally hundreds here. I'm going to shout out names, and if if you can't pick up on any of the names, I'm going to just tell them to beat it. And <laughs> it was about 10, 15 minutes. I we went, right, I'm at, I'm at a about nowhere. And he said, all I can see is empty wardrobes and black bags. And I was like, it's my job. <laughs> and he says, you must be... Letting them in, they must be just following you around mm-hmm. the place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No wonder I feel so mad." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
0: did get be too happy. We're like two ladi'es like did fog just falling my boat all the time. have. Uh-huh.
1: that's for saying no one <laughs> i No, no, no. Messing them up peaceful,
2: full, Stephen. It's all right. Aye, <laughs> aye. I always say, always, 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 always say rest in peace and you know, mm. and, and move on if you can. Like that's mm. you. We've mm-hmm. cleaned up now. That's that's the process all going to start now, so just go find your family, kind of thing. Oh, every single time I do it, hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I believe that that's uh, I believe that they're probably still looking down, going with the butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know?
0: I wonder, if they're, I wonder if they're watching you cleaning, going, Oh, I couldn't do that.
2: <laughs> oh, well, oh, Do that.
0: Thanks. Sort about the mess. Sort about that. Like, I could have cleaned the fridge or, or something Never like that. Uh, no, no, that's great. I feel better now. I'm not be embarrassed they have left Aye, i I managed these. Get them <laughs> 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 right, I'm going to take a comment for Angela and I'm going to ask you about a story Marie uh, Okay, I've lost Rachel for a second there, okay, right uh, I used to clean years ago and the lady's son had passed away in the home She had put a plant put over where his blood was, I totally understand why she didn't clean it, she said that's my son's blood and she said she could never leave her home uh, It would be like leaving, leaving him Listening to me yeah. is heartwarming, Here you go Oh,
2: thank you Angela um- Right, I, I've I've thought of that as well. If God forbid anything happened to my kids, I don't think I would ever leave the house or the place. So, mm. um, so I totally get that. I totally yeah. get. It's like there's another story where a woman whose son had died, and she was she was she was distraught. Obviously, she was devastated. She was fine. She was calm. Um, and as soon as we started moving. He he died in the bed, and as soon as we started taking the bed out of the house, she just lost it. She just totally lost it. And I was like, right, stop, back in. And I was out just trying to comfort her. Um, And she was like, well, I thought I could be here. I can't be here. But she not had to go. Um, And we got the bed away, and I just sat in the room with hours just talking, talking about his life, talking about him, just, just letting her calm down. And And I thought, and I just felt so sorry for her. She was saying it was like, that was like, the bed going was like, that was hard. She she knew she had to let go then. And she thought she was ready and she really wasn't. So I can totally get why that woman done that.
0: Mm. Uh, I was going to say, do you get like a request fairly often? Like if like people want to... Help you like with their like with their families, sort of like scenes and stuff like that. Do you ever get I've in, or do never, would you even let them do that? Or
2: I don't think I would. To be honest, no. it's, like, it's like Rachel saying that she thinks she would want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 it's too harrowing for people, family members. It really is. It's, right. it's harrowing enough for me, and I don't know the person. I always like to see a wee picture, of yeah. the people right enough. I always look for a wee picture. Don't scurry about the houses are but I look. Uh, but no, and nobody's ever ever asked me that. No, right. to be honest, mm-hmm. nobody's some people that want to be there at the property when I'm on the property, mm-hmm. but always kind of and they think they want to be there, but then I always say to them when I get there, Let me have a wee look first, oh. just stay right here, and I'll be totally honest with you, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: So, just before we came on the air, you told us you had a wee story um, about a dog. Uh, Are you able to relay this? So,
2: we got a call one day um, from the police. Sometimes the police will phone us to go and do jobs.
0: I was thinking, I I, thought that would be like most of the... What uh, most of your sort of work would come from that I would
2: assume. no it's not but we no. do, do get um, the occasional call from them but anyway I had to go and um, lift a dog that had died that was lying next to its owner because um, undertakers couldn't take the dog until, sorry couldn't take the body until we took the, the dog and then um, it was a young two policemen, one, one was really young and um, they need to stand, not stand over, but they stand beside you while you're doing it. It's just, it's just the law. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'd say to him, move over a bit, because I didn't really want him watching what I was doing, because I had to get this dog into this plastic box. So it's like a, a yellow biohazard box, and you get a lid that seals when you when you shut it, it, snaps like that, like a. A sharp's box, you know, was the, the, the snap sharp. So that's is the same. So I my daughter was there, and uh, when I got it in, um, that was enough for her. She had to. She went out. She was like, "Mum, I can't watch you doing the rest." So that was fine. So I says, "Can you turn away at least while I'm getting the lid on this?" And he was like, "No." And it started to be sort I was like, "Okay." So, I got the dog in. You can imagine me getting the dog in, and I got the lid, and I was bending down to snap, shot the lid. I didn't plan it. I didn't nothing. I just went rough <laughs> 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 And you shot Marie's gun. I
0: would tell you, you Marie's
2: standing all suit mask. Holding this, wee dog going. Oh my god, <laughs> How I can I go here. Oh man. i at the new weapon, I'm going. Why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we a dead. Why did I have to do that? <laughs> oh, oh, then man. when I came out, it was the other policeman, was, he was. Doubled over because the guy was all sorts of green the reverend, and everything and he was running top that that was no disrespect to them. that <laughs> was just it was just me as a character, I suppose. I <laughs> I just done it, I didn't mean it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you uh, you also have a story. Um, which Rachel didn't get in full. Uh, we've had this story before. I'd just I would love, to, love for Rachel to hear the story. Um was it, uh Sockton prison. Oh. You remember yeah. this one? Like this yeah. is my this is my favorite story of all. So <laughs> love it. So
2: Tracy's actually it was me and Tracy, and uh, it was a Daddy protest mm-hmm. and I mean it was just everywhere. Um, um Floor ceiling walls everywhere. So unknown to us at the time when we first started, the actual prisoner who'd done it was in the cell next days. Mm-hmm. And we must have been going for a wee while Tracy. He's saying, How he's getting on? Uh-huh. <laughs> we had gone, I know bad. And he said, I'm making us a fortune, eh? And I'm going, it's a fortune. He says, You're making a fortune for this? And I says, I oh, don't know. He <laughs> says, so I've started this one too to get you more money. And I says, Do me a favor. I says, Do it hand high. Don't none of this fucking shit on the ceiling. I said, <laughs> 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 Just do it hand high for us if you must do it. And sure as God, a month later, he goes back. <laughs> and he's saying, Did you see the we I left for you? I, he says, I made sure to do a hand tie. Thanks. He says, Why don't you be present? I said, That's lovely. And they've done a happy face.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's wonderful. Oh. And then he's saying, Do you want the tunes on? And he's going, I put the tunes on. And he's playing. I
1: want to play
2: am so fucking bad. Me
0: chasing lot. You were burning laws. You were burning
1: man. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> that, just that, that, that is my favorite thing because the guys obviously looking looking out for you, trying to yeah, I, <laughs> make some bit of money, and just I mean, to leave a smiley face and <laughs> you know, oh, it, uh, just just magical, magical
2: at so we could just keep looking at a smiley face, didn't we?
1: <laughs> Nae redneck. Nae redneck. I jump on it or
0: anything? My God, my God, man. i got so, actually show to
2: you from one extreme to the other. Like,
0: right. Oh, I do. You that's know? it, that's it. Um, so what's your plans for future, Marie? You got any? You got anything coming up that you want to talk about? Um,
2: plans for the future is I quite like doing these, quite enjoy doing these, um, any feedback, obviously, um, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll take that on board. But just carry on doing as we're doing. And and if anybody out there who is listening and is in a position, like a holding position or anything like that and do want help, please contact us. Really pick up the phone. Um, because like us three are sitting chatting and out, that's exactly what we're like when we're in. Um, somebody's house. It's it's going. We, we, we chat. We put the music on. We sing. We we, we either get them involved ways, or we don't. You know, it's like you're treated like a human being,
0: that's not certain. treated that's
2: as somebody that's filthy. Or they're treated just like a normal person. That's what a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. They think that that's well. A lot of people do treat people like that, like that, but we don't.
0: So, Angela, right. Angela left us a wee comment there that you're, uh, you'll love this. Uh, lovely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I just heard that story. So, that's good. Thank you, Angela. Uh, uh, so I was just going to ask a question and it's completely went in my head there. Oh, uh, you asked for a suggestion. Uh, I, think I, you the same suggestion. Sorry. I can't even hear you for the dog, mate.
2: That's Postman.
0: So, you had, yeah, yeah, you asked for a suggestion. I think you should start a podcast, Marie. I
2: wouldn't even know how.
0: Well, I mean, uh, it's a bit difficult, you're a bit further away, but if you need any help, I could Mm. do loads of stuff with this. It'll be great for, I'd love to hear you and start off a podcast at some point. Yeah. I'd
2: love to, we're talking about, like, have a podcast where it's myself and Undertaker. So that's um, um, I think what
0: I'll do is, uh, we, uh, last, well, the last time we were actually we were, we were, we were, like, fully doing the podcast weekly and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, I love actually doing these video pod, pod, podcasts, people get to see how animated I am about, <laughs> with my hand movements. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God. So what we've done, we've we done a sign a thing called Science Month, we had like a bunch of different scientists for different right. areas of work uh, for all over the world. And yeah. at the end of that science month, we decided to contact them all again and offer them uh, to come on the channel all at the same time. And we'll just let them chat to each other, see what things they can come yeah. up with. We
2: uh-huh. so
0: ended up, we had like a, a virologist for, I think it was Washington DC. There was a, a marine, a, not sorry, a biologist for somebody else in America. And it was a guy for Anstrudder It works like and um, works on like a uh, bomb disposal uh, stuff and a lot of stuff with bees and helping. Like, he uh,
2: uh-huh.
0: basically gets bees to help with bomb dis- uh, like, disarmament, like disarming bombs and stuff like that. So, we've got them all together, just let them chat. So, I think uh-huh. what we do is the sort of I talked about the death process thing, we'd mm-hmm. maybe get like a, a uh, Rachel suggested getting somebody for like a care home to come on and talk about that process. Yeah. What happens mm-hmm. there, and then talk to like a policeman or something like that. What process mm-hmm. they go through? Yeah. Get you on. Do like a whole what? Do like mm-hmm. a whole monthly sort of things, and then just again, just give you guys the platform. You get it? I think you get up to like twelve people in here. Yeah. And just let you talk about uh-huh. it out. See what you see. Uh-huh. See what you can come up with. right
2: Because I see what I'm going into, and then so I can. I think like. The poor policeman who's broke down that don't find the person, mm-hmm. what kind but of condition they and the person they're in, they're seeing, and then a lot of like, I think like, <clears throat> excuse me, last week we done one, and there was um, like the shroud, like and, and still in the bag that um, the undertakers had left, and I thought, I wonder if they brought two in, or I wonder if they couldn't even put the body in a shroud you know, like, mm. I was like, how's that left? Mm. Um And then sometimes I'll find like, nails or teeth, or sometimes I've had, I've had like, a full hand before, where, Oof. obviously, I've been lifting the body that's come off. Mm. Um I, You know, I, I, there's loads of questions there, as well that I've got lots of
0: questions for them all. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be good, honestly, if, uh, really? mm-hmm. just to sort of go through the whole process, get everybody on uh, separate podcasts, and then just hearing what questions. Because the science thing done wonders for me because I was just listening to like really, really smart people just come up with questions I would never have thought of before.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, and just to hear all you guys just sort of yapping away. Uh-huh. Fantastic. So, it's really interesting. Mitchell, because- just shut up in the background. We'll just let you go. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So uh I'll we'll put your TikTok up again. So if you want to go and check Marie out on TikTok, uh mm-hmm. some of the scenes. You obviously cover some of like the biohazard stuff, and it's not just sort of death scenes and all that kind of stuff. No. No. There you go. So Marie M D T seventy one on TikTok. Uh do you have anything you want to bring up, Rachel, before we go?
1: Just thank you. Thanks so much for having like for having time for us, and thank you for all the work you do. I know like it feels really reassuring to hear that there are people out there like you, who can who can do it practically, but also who are willing and who are kind enough to. So yeah, thank you. Thank you.
0: I'm assuming this is relation
1: to you, Rachel. Oh, it's my (laughs) mum. Thank you, Rachel's (laughs) mum.
0: awesome mm-hmm. well, what a way to end talking to rachel's mum there perfect uh, i think we're finished thank you, awesome.
2: Thanks you very if you, much.
0: Have you have anything you want to bring up with you before we go you call.
2: no i just just um keep following us and keep keep uh we'll, we'll keep putting stuff on
0: mm-hmm. awesome perfect. and then
2: the questions uh, is what you ask don't feel feel free just to get in touch
0: sure definitely thank well, you again, for having me No problem at all, Marie. We'll happily have you again. We'll have you on many times. Perfect. There you go. There's a awesome. Right, perfect. We'll end there. Uh thank you very much, Marie. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Rachel. Rachel. Thank Thank you, Maria. Good
0: night. Good night, everybody.
2: Bye bye. Bye.